1: a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.
2: From KQED. Mike, check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now Yeah, it's basically you can draw with thread, but it's pretty labor-intensive. But I like it because it, it lasts forever as you know, when it's on the fabric.
0: Hey friends! Today on Right Nowish, we're hanging out in the studio of clothing maker Sophia Midi. The stew, as she calls it, is where she creates her line of utility pants and denim jackets. It's kind of like. If a rainbow <laughs> kind of just exploded in like a perfectly organized garage,
2: because mm-hmm. we'll <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've heard it's like a Pee Wee's Playhouse, um, or like the backstage of a theater, like, or like a uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> People come to the door and they're like, What is going on in here?
0: Her space is a wonderland of color in one corner. There's a shelf filled from top to bottom with bright vintage floral fabrics. Her thread and scissors are hung up on these pegboards, organized by hue, kind of creating mini rainbows. Plus, she's got a spray-painted rainbow covering one wall with the phrase written, Do it for the city. The sewing chairs also got these funny googly eyes. There's a lot going on in this space, but it's all really cute. You can't help but feel inspired here. I use clothing as therapy,
2: as a way to set the mood of the day. It's the easiest way to change your everyday life or make some
0: kind of difference. The clothes Sophia makes are classic silhouettes, boxy denim jackets, and high-waisted utility pants, a kind with deep pockets and straight legs that offer enough room and comfort around the thighs. But the colors are anything but simple. They really pop. And as a woman, it's hard out here to buy pants that are sturdy, but colorful, functional, but also cute. And that's what Sophia's line is all about.
2: Yeah, so I make everything from scratch. So I also make the pattern, like I draft the paper pattern fit it, um, adjust this, like all that, and then sew the actual piece. So it is like a lot of, there's a lot of parts to it. (laughs) Um, And it's, yeah. This is the, this is probably the machine I use the most. It's an industrial. So it's made to like be used in factories and
0: stuff. Um. In this episode, we talked to Sophia about adorning ourselves through clothes, what stories our garments tell, and how colorful clothes can shift our mood and bring in some much-needed playful energy. I'm your host, Marisol Medina-Cadena. Go put on your fly's threads and stay with us. Walk me through like how you approach dressing yourself.
2: It's about the weather for me mostly, and then also like what I'm doing that day. So I'm one of those people that tries on like seven things, and like I have a huge pile of clothes in my my room. So it's like I have to. It has to feel right. So there's definitely a lot of emotion. I, I'm a big pants person. I usually start with the pants and then go from there, and the rest of it usually falls together. I have a lot of like fits that I've already like figured out. The so I have like. Things that I'll default to but yeah I try to mix it up as much as I can. I also I love ma- wearing stuff that I just made that's always the most fun um, but I also have clothes that I've made like five years ago that I still wear all the time and I think that's cool. Um, today's kind of a basic fit. <laughs> um, I'm wearing these pants they're, uh, they're like parrot tropical pants that I made and just like a white shirt. I think the process of dressing is, it's like a ritual and it's a way to set your intentions for the day.
0: Since you're wearing something you made, why don't you tell us how you got into making clothes in the first place?
2: I got my first machine when I was 18 and I was probably about like 25, I'd say, when I started really um, getting into sewing. But yeah, I started making clothes because I could never find what I was looking for. And I was always broke. So I started with just like the YouTube university style. Like I definitely would take my clothes, trace them and make patterns like that. Very experimental um, for a long time. Yeah, I started taking classes at City College. That's really where I learned how to sew. I basically got rid of all the clothes I had that I didn't make, uh, and I was like, I have to make all everything I wear all the time in a way to like force myself to learn everything. So basically, I would just wear like these weird things that I made all the time. Um, and I, I literally got rid of all the clothes in my closet to force myself to learn how to make everything.
0: And it kind of worked shopping like you said can be stressful because it's like this doesn't fit me or uh like it's a lot of emotions that come with shopping but like when you're able to craft your own thing it's like this is how i want it it's not this like i need to conform to fit into this
2: yeah it's it changes your mindset it's not like what can i buy like what can i get it's like what can i make it's it feels different like wearing stuff that you made and you know how it was made I mean, I do buy some basics sometimes, like T-shirts and stuff like that. But I know how to make a T-shirt, too. So it's like, uh, I I could technically not buy anything ever again. And that's really exciting for me.
0: Sustainability is important to Sophia. She buys fabric from scrap. It's this recycling art depot off of Bayshore Boulevard in San Francisco. And she upcycles it into tops and bottoms.
2: So, this is like the fabric wall. And then I like um, thicker. I'm super into like twill and denim and stuff that's more usable for like pants and stuff. But yeah, I really love patterns, <laughs>
0: especially like vintage patterns. Yeah, these are like very 70s color palettes, mm-hmm. the florals. Ooh. Yeah, you don't you don't see fabric like that
2: nowadays. No. If you go, um, I'm super obsessed with florals. I, anytime I see like see a floral, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> and also fish. I really these are like all fish patterns. I'm a Pisces, so you know I gotta collect the fish. Um, for me, it's either about the either I really like the fabric, and I'm like I need to use this fabric, or I've drawn something, and I'm like I need to make this happen. I'm really obsessed with like storytelling through textiles and if it's possible to um, embed like memories and stuff into fabric, which is kind of weird, but
0: I think it's possible. (laughs) Sophia has joined forces with other dope local artists and screen printers to design and print fabric like this one pair of white pants she made for singer La Doña. It's got big blue roses printed on it. Sophia then proceeds to show me some of her works in progress that are hanging on the racks lining her studio.
2: I really like the work pants style I've been kind of working on, but I feel like work pants are usually for, the the fit is for men, and I've been trying to work on pants that are more, Fitted for women, but also uh, utilitarian. So they, they the pockets are big. Everything is baggy where it should be because I feel like women's pants are very constrictive. I really resonate with what you're saying
0: about work pants not always like like they don't make that for women. Mm-hmm. Like all the work pants I've had to buy are like from the men's department, which doesn't bug me, but it just makes figuring out the sizing really hard. Yeah cause the sizing doesn't translate. And I just wish like women's pants was more boxy. Yeah. Do you feel like the way to make, to kind of just blur all of that is by making your own clothes?
2: Yes. I mean,
0: with pants specifically, I think it, the payoff
2: is the biggest just because trying to thrift pants is impossible. Uh, buying pants, they're like, it's also it's just like, it's a headache and it stresses me out. Um, so just being having that control over that, that little part of my life, uh, it, it's, it helps me. I don't know. Uh, if I'm wearing bad, like pants that don't fit, it can like l- ruin my whole day. Like it makes me so uncomfortable. I'm like one of those people that's like super sensitive to like my senses. These are kind of cool. These are like quilted checkers. So like I quilted the fabric first and then made the pants. But yeah, I'm super into... Um, Trying to make pants that are just, like, as cool as uh, the other parts of your clothes. Because I feel like people forget about pants. So they're like, oh, they're just, like, there's jeans and that's it. But that's also, like, half your body and you can express a lot with your pants. I think I'm a huge color person. I think, like, I believe in color therapy. Like, trying to have as much color in my life as possible.
0: That's why I'm really drawn to your clothes. Like... You got indigo, tangerine, kiwi green, (laughs) pants. Like, that's what I'm trying to get my closet to look like.
2: Yeah. Um, I do feel like overall, uh, clothes have become like they've tried to take all the color out. It's like very neutral now. And I'm just always chasing color, basically, or trying to like figure out ways to put it, get it in my life. Um, But yeah, I have a lot of friends that are very. Expressive and they really showed me how how powerful it can be to just like Do your own thing and express yourself fully and I feel like a lot of people hold back a lot and it's really sad (laughs) Especially I don't know. I feel like a lot of the techies. They don't have that much like Expression and it shows it like it shows in the city. You can feel it. It's a different vibe but yeah, just trying to use your clothes as like a protest to the training of color and expression and people of color too though like all all of it I feel like is connected.
0: Sophia's garments are not only reminders to take up space and be colorful through self-expression but they're also about preserving Frisco culture and 415 pride. This year she made a series of embroidered jackets and tops for an exhibit at Soma Arts called Muni Raised Me. These jackets are for sale now and on the racks back in her studio. She shows me one that has color blocks of orange, blue, and red.
2: This one was one of my favorites. This is the Muni Raised Me. I made this jacket for the show. So it has like the Muni bus and it's made of scraps from other projects, colors that I identify with the city, like orange and red. Uni bus colors and yeah, then the giant old school muni color, yeah, and the orange is also just like poppies and um, monarch butterflies. Orange, I just feel like is really strong, and also red, I really identify like with the mission, and just like, yeah, all that kind of culture. Uh, what else do we got in here? We got the thrift town. This is the thrift town one, uh, made right, with for folks who don't know what thrift town was. Can you tell us? <laughs> Yeah, Thrift Town was basically, like, the best thrift store we had Um, in the Mission. It was, like, two stories, super big, very accessible. Like, everything was usually, like, under $10. Um, So, yeah, I was raised—I went there, like, every Tuesday, I think, because they had some sale or something. Then there's, like, other ones.
0: This is, like, the Doggy Diner one. Doggy Diner is, like, this chain of Bay Area burger joints, and they had that iconic— Plastic, I don't even know what it's made out of, but these huge dogs with cute ass noses, yeah. hat, funny hats. Yeah,
2: they're super cute. And I just think they're goofy. And I think that's a part of the city too, just like the goofiness. <laughs> My favorite part of making clothes is wearing them. Um, that's the fun part. Well, uh, also, sewing is fun. But yeah, I really enjoy having it on the body feeling, you know what I mean, where you get to like experience them. And that's also where you learn a lot. I think as someone that like makes the actual pattern, uh, the way it fits is really important and you can't really get good at it unless you're wearing the clothes you make. So yeah, I think it's an important
0: part of the process. I think like our generation didn't grow up with like sewing offered in schools. Yeah. And so to make go to go out of your way and learn it mm-hmm whether you learn it from someone or you're for just online, you know, like that's a very active rebellion, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, because you're like, I, I'm taking charge of making my own clothes. Um, yeah. For you, was it kind of
2: like that that radical <clears throat> act? The, the moment I realized that I could make my own clothes was very transformational. It was very freeing. It was like, it's no longer about how much money you have. It's about how... How what you can do, and, like, that was really empowering for me because I always felt very, like, limited. I feel like you learn a lot about who
0: you are as a person and what you want to create. I know you're teaching um, sewing now to high school students at Youth Art Exchange and the Excelsior. Mm -hmm. What's it like watching them when they realize, like, yo, I'm capable of making something?
2: Yeah, that's, like, really why I got into sewing, just for that moment of, like, where they realize that they can do it and that it's like not as hard as they thought it was. Once you start, you just start making whatever you can. And I really just, I love working with them because they're so excited. <laughs> like sometimes I, I forget why I'm doing it and then I, real, I remember that why when I work with them.
0: Like it seems like you have a lot of fun with your closet. And so I'm wondering how does it feel to see other people wear your garments, adorn themselves with your garments that you like put so much love and intention behind?
2: Yeah, it's always like the best feeling. I love seeing people wear the clothes that I make. It's like the full circle moment. (laughs) Um, And especially when they're like happy and comfortable and it's like, I feel like I, I did what I needed to do. Um, but yeah, it's always it's so beautiful to see. I'd be crying.
0: <laughs> do your garments have like tags on them, like with your name? Yeah. Because they're literally wearing yeah. your name. It's
2: like Mitzfits. My last name is Mitty. Um, yeah,
0: Mitzfits. <laughs> Um I'm exploring this theme of adornment because in my personal life I'm just not feeling like my best self, I'm feeling a little disconnected and I'm like kind of searching for different tools at my disposal to like feel more playful, feel more alive, uh, feel more goofy. Do you have any advice for how I could use clothes
2: in that way? Trying things that you normally don't is super powerful. Like I I think it's easy to get stuck in the same patterns with clothing where it's like stuff that you're used to wearing. But yeah, it, it can take a lot of confidence to wear stuff that's kind of weird. But at the same time, I think that's the stuff that's the most beneficial to people as like as a development of self. To do something not because you think someone thinks it's cool, but because you think it's cool um, is super important to style in general. If it, if it triggers joy for you, like, if that, there, there's something there that you should investigate and try to figure out. Or, you know, uh, not take it so seriously. I feel like clothes, uh, as you get older, people are just so serious about it all the time. And it's like, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like that. I think it's it can be super fun. It can be weird. Um, and that's like, I, I like making clothes because... I have the control over what fabrics and like what cuts and stuff, so there's literally no limit. It's being able to tell a story without having to say anything. Um, I'm kind of a quiet person off the bat, but wearing certain clothes can help me feel comfortable and able to um, be who I really am, I guess. I think it's also just a way to show up in the world as what you wanna see.
0: You know, talking to Sophia, I'm reminded about the time and care that my own mom put into making clothes for me. The sounds of the machine, the magic of taking a piece of fabric and turning it into a wearable garment. That transformation of regular materials into something with character and personality. Sophia's work absolutely has both of those traits. Huge thanks to Sophia Midi for inviting me over to your studio to see your original clothes and all that goes into making them. It's a lot. If you're interested in supporting Sophia's work, she'll actually be vending her pieces at the Succa Flea Market this coming Sunday on Valencia and 18th Street in the Mission. You can also check out her clothes and order on Instagram at Sophia Midi. That's spelled S O P H I A M I T T Y. Thanks again, Sophia. Now, time to give thanks to the whole squad that makes the show possible. Jorge Olivares produced this episode, Chris Hambrick is our editor, our engineer is Christopher Beale. The Right Nowish team also includes Pandarvis Harshaw, Sheree Bishop, and Rice Stottenborough. Additional support from Jen Chien, Katie Sprenger, Cesar Saldania, and Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Marisol Medina Cadena. Go out and wear what makes you feel fly. Right Nowish is a KQED production. That's right, a dollar and ninety-nine cents. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your eBooks, or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Fatdah from Throughline.